You are listening to The Lift Mindset, where we provide an update from the experts. The aim of our podcast is to inform, educate and entertain. We will be sharing our views on current trends and predictions for 2021 about the industries the Lift Financial Group cover. Today, we have Suzanne McGowan, Head of Lift Workwise, and Suzette Pullman, Registered Osteopath, Owner and Lead Practitioner at Lim Osteopathic Practice. They will be exploring how your financial well-being can have a significant effect on your physical well-being, the importance of having a financial plan and the connection between wealth and health. Good morning, Suzette. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. And thank you for joining the chat. I just wanted to talk because I know we've discussed before that I get a lot of questions about financial well-being and how we roll financial well-being out to employees of companies and to individuals. And I'm really interested in how that fits into to general well-being. So I wanted to have a chat with you because obviously I've, I've known you for a long time. So I was first introduced to Suzette by a colleague when I was having some issues with my shoulder and she's been a major feature of my physical well-being ever since. I know firsthand that her warm and calm approach to treatment is a massage for my mind as well as well as for my, my muscles. And Suzette is the lead practitioner at Limb Osteopathic Clinic. And even when we meet to talk about her finances, um, she's giving me nutritional advice and counselling whilst I'm trying to think about her risk and return ratio. And I think it's good to chat to you, Suzette, because you really take the time to understand the individual and the underlying causes rather than just treating an, an immediate problem. I've got some questions for you. I think first of all, what's the most common problem that people come to you with and the most common underlying causes? Well, good morning, Suzanne, and thank you so much for allowing me to join into this exciting podcast. I've been really looking forward to working with you. The most common problems that people come to me with is obviously musculoskeletal joint pain, nerve pain as well with that. So they come with headache, neck pain, shoulder pain, low back pain and joints. The common underlying causes may be from injuries from childhood, from past car crashes causing whiplashes and also from everyday living stress. See, that's interesting. And do you think that the everyday living stress includes financial worries generally with the people you treat? Definitely, because of political situations that we've all gone through recently, Brexit and also COVID, everybody's juggling their finances. If they are very lucky to be Mr. Amazon in such a wonderful place, they probably don't have to think about their finances but everybody else is really mindful and it has a big impact on well-being. Yeah, see, I'm really interested in how financial well-being and financial security impact physical health as well as mental health. So how do you think stress impacts on physical well-being? Well, if you are stressed, your nervous system goes into sympathetic overdrive. So it affects your heart rate, your breathing, your sleeping, your joints get stiff, your muscles are all all overtoned because of the fright and flight reaction because we've got a prime evil response with the nervous system to, to run away from danger. And what happens is that the nervous system doesn't switch off so slowly you're downgrading your um, well-being you're not at ease within your systems to be well and healthy and today most people are so stressed that they are immune to how stressed they are 
So having a financial plan would probably help avert some of these problems in the first place. So get rid of some of the underlying stress. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I wish I'd known you when I was younger, because that's when I should have started a financial plan, isn't it, Suzanne? Ideally, realistically, it depends how young you're talking about. If you'd have asked me at 18, if I had a financial plan, I'd have said yes to spend my money on Saturday night. Having a plan just means being in control. The sooner you start, the better. But obviously, life throws things at us that we weren't expecting. Life is the stuff that happens whilst you're busy making other plans. But I think if you are busy making a plan, at least you have some control and you can deal with those unexpected events as they happen. Yeah, I agree with that. And being in control gives you great peace of mind. We all need that. We all need to sleep. So, Suzanne, what is financial well-being? I get asked this a lot and I get asked this by HR personnel who are trying to do something for their employees. And whilst it would be lovely to give everybody lots of money and to magic up money for for everybody that that we meet and everybody that we deal with, on the basis that that is not possible, I, I think financial well-being is really about being in control of your finances, not letting them control you and not burying your head in the sand. You know, we talk a lot about financial education and that's really understanding what you have where you stand now putting together the thoughts about where you want to be in the future and how you're going to bridge any gap between where you are and where you want to be and having a plan people at at various times want to do things with their money whether it be protect the family have enough income day to day I always say to people if, if you think about your financial plans as a business if you were running a business you'd need a balance sheet and you'd need cash flow forecasts. The first step of making a financial plan is to understand where you are. And one of the hardest things to do is to just sit down and make a realistic list of all your outgoings. So everything that you need to spend every month just to keep the the show on the road. How much do you spend it? The the obvious ones are your, your bills, your utilities, your council tax, your mortgage or your rent. Then how much do you spend in the supermarket? And what income do you have? How do the two match up? Should there be any spare cash at the end of the month? Or actually, are you running a deficit? And then have a good think about how that's going to change. You know, as you get older, as you have a family, as you then start to plan towards retirement, what's going to drop off from your outgoings and what might come into your outgoings? How is your income going to change and what assets do you have? Are you sitting on a house worth an absolute fortune but struggling every month? Yeah, I realise that it's really being realistic and out of denial with yourself. One of the big areas that I've really noticed within my practice life are when people are coming up to retirement that if they've not put a plan in years before, then they they really are worried because they feel they're at a loose limb. They're embarrassed to ask for help. And, you know, most important to be able to go from full employment to actually get a structure into your life where you can enjoy your life, you know, have peace of mind, do what you want, know where your boundaries are. When they've had that in their working life, they've known their boundaries. And this is just so important to be able to go from full employment into a new life. And I think a lot of people don't start early enough to put that plan in place for security of financial well-being as well as creating structure of what am I going to do with my day. 
Yeah, you need to know how you're going to finance what you do with with your day. And this, I think, you know, financial well-being is about having that realistic plan and being in control of your finances rather than letting them control you or or burying your head in the sand and just hoping that everything is is going to be okay. Whether it be retirement, which is obviously the big one for most people and, and probably a big one for the for the people that you're treating, Suzette. But I think for any life event or just for security and, and looking after your, your family, having the, the financial protection and is crucial to have control of the savings, the investments that, that you've got to know where you stand and to know how you can bridge the gap between where you are and, and where you want to be. Absolutely. I mean, I help many who are going through divorce and obviously that is hugely stressful. So they need to talk to a financial planner to know what it means to them at the present and in the past. And another area that I think is so lovely is that I've got grandparents who are also now laying money down for their grandchildren, you know, to help them along in their life. So to work with a financial planner to have a plan is so important when I work with my patients and when I they come with their complexities, I treat them holistically and I have to have an action plan so that they know what I can help with and they know what they can do to help support their specific needs. You know, I was brought up that you don't talk about money and the world has changed so much now and everybody needs to know their financial situation because the more you know it, the less stress you have. And then you can try not to get into pickles, I suppose the word is. I completely agree with that, that people have this mindset that it's embarrassing to talk about money. And obviously, I, I don't feel that. And, and sometimes I have to hold back when I'm talking to friends and acquaintances of asking too many questions about money because people get uncomfortable with it. But people should be comfortable talking to a financial advisor about it, because if you're not honest with yourself, then you've, you've got no chance as a starting point. I agree that, you know, sort of you have to be honest because there's there's a terrible word called assume. I think the analogy is really, you know, if somebody came to you and said, I've got terrible pain in my shoulder and didn't mention the pain in the back, then, you know, you're not treating them properly. You're not looking after them properly because they're not giving you all the facts. And it's exactly the same when you're putting your financial plan together. You need to be completely open and honest. Otherwise, you can't get the help that you need. I think with your world and my world is that you have to make a patient and a client very comfortable with you because it's the know, like and trust. And once that relationship has happened, then both sides can flourish. And that's a really, really important place to get to. And also the thing that I really appreciate, which you've helped me with, is how to be looked after and the choices given. Because it's very important with those choices to feel that you're part of the decision making, giving you also a control as well. I think that's such a good analogy between what, what we both do. The client has to feel in control and has to know what's, what's going to happen because everybody will make slightly different decisions about their health and slightly different decisions about their wealth. Definitely, you know, because they're absolutely symbiotic. 
Well, lovely to talk to you, Suzanne. And I, I wish you'd been in my life a lot earlier. You know, you have been a, a great support with my financial well-being in my head. And and I just appreciate that you're a great friend too. Oh, thanks, Suzanne. And you're literally a support with my back. <laughs> and I promise to really try and stop wearing heels. It's always a pleasure to hear your pearls of wisdom. I always, I always come out of our conversations feeling like I've been refreshed. Thank you for listening. We hope you have learned something new today from our experts. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website www.lift-workwise.com or search for Lift-Financial on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram. Don't forget to like and subscribe to hear more from The Lift Mindset.